0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to to the Scene to Sale podcast. I'm Wes, and I'm here with Chise Arai, a, a real estate agent here at Guide Real Estate. And she's pretty new, but she's actually making some really good waves this past year. So I'm really excited to sit down and talk with her. So please introduce yourself and how did you get started in real estate?
1: Hello, I'm Chise Arai. I'm a realtor at Guide Real Estate. I have been in real estate for a couple of years now, and I was born and raised in Granite Bay, Roseville area, so I always loved this area. And I went off to college in the Bay Area, and I came back home because my family's here, my family's business is here, so I just wanted to be closer to them. And I got into real estate because I was playing golf in college, and my season got canceled because of COVID. So I was doing online school and I already had my license. I was like, why not just come back home and get started? My uncle was selling his house, so that was my first deal. And I joined Cynthia Smith's team, and so we worked on it together, and I really enjoyed it. So I've been doing it since.
0: So you already had your license while you were in college? Yes. What what made you... So while you're playing <laughs> playing sports and studying and all that, what made you want to get your license?
1: My dad actually suggested it. He was really? like, I think you'd be good at real estate. And I was like, I don't even know what real estate was about. I watched Selling Sunset, and that was it. And then so. you were like,
0: I'm so <laughs> It's funny. People either watch like Selling Sunset or...
1: Million Dollar Listing. That's the one.
0: <laughs> or something like that. And they're like, you know what? I like this lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Usually it's not like how it is on TV, but... Yeah, so my dad just suggested that I do it and so he's always been the one encouraging me to try different things and he's a business person so he kind of just taught me um, how to go about things. So,
0: How has it been joining Cynthia's team?
1: It's been so great. Right now I kind of branched off on my own, but she mentored me my first year and a half. And we have the same values and she really taught me everything I know. So I really enjoy working with her.
0: And what were some of the biggest lessons that like as a new agent, what were some of the biggest lessons that she taught you?
1: Um, The biggest lessons, I would say, Well, she was really open to all my questions. I asked so many questions. I always want to learn and just kind of figure out like how everyone does their business and um, what's the best way to go about things, because I think you can learn the best by copying what successful people do instead of reinventing the wheel and trying to figure out what works for me. It's just if I learn from their mistakes. So I think I just got a shortcut by being able to learn directly from her.
0: Fantastic and yeah she's actually a really nice person i do like cynthia
1: yeah she's so much fun (laughs) we are always laughing together so
0: so i know know you already basically said a lesson but if there was somebody new who kind of wanted to get into like the real estate luxury uh kind of area because i saw selling sunset what kind (laughs) of what kind of tips would you have for them
1: um i think a lot of people get into luxury real estate differently like some people call expired listings or they join a team that does luxury real estate so they kind of have their foot in the door by that but for me honestly I think I just kind of fell into luxury real estate and I do non-luxury too but because of my dad's friends and his circle of friends I have a good relationship with them and I go to the same parties and charities and stuff like that so Um, I was just surrounded by people who had nice homes, so that's how I got into it, and then just backing it up with knowledge and being prepared and really wanting the best for them.
0: That definitely helps. (laughs) And so, uh, what are some of the biggest tips that you can give any real estate agent?
1: The biggest tips, um, I think really wanting the best for your clients, that shows through in everything you do. It's not about the money, like selling Sunset, but um if you really want the best for your clients like they will see that and they'll see you working hard for it so you don't have to do a bunch of like talking i think with action it will show
0: okay and then so what kind of action do you take like because i see a lot of agents kind of like posturing sometimes about Mm -hmm. like they are taking action what's some of the most important action any agent can take
1: um I think putting the work, like taking the extra steps of calling. So if you're helping a buyer, being really communicative with not just the client but the other agent on the listing side because that's what makes, that will influence whether the buyer's offer will get accepted. So taking the extra step of calling and making sure you're checking up on them and seeing if there's anything else they can do to get the offer. And then if you're on the listing side, um, being communicative with the buyers and getting feedback from them and finding out. Um, like what they can do differently if it's not selling. So just being very proactive and with marketing to not just listing it on the MLS and waiting for buyers to come, like actually doing something about it and finding the buyers and telling other agents about it.
0: Okay. And I know personally, because I've sat down with you and talked about it, I know you and Guide Real Estate do, do, do some things different when it comes mm-hmm. to basically promoting the properties you guys have. Mm-hmm. Well, can you go into detail about that?
1: Yeah, so we do a lot of online social media marketing since the first place people look is online. So in the past, it used to be like you have to hear from your agent or um, different things like that or print, seeing it in magazines. But now homes are going so fast. By the time it's printed in magazines, it's already off the market. So we focus a lot on like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, just posting it. To, uh, for other realtors to see. And then also even just people following, they might be looking for a house. So for me, that's what's worked. I had a lot of messages when I list the properties that I'm selling, like they want more information on it. So we do a lot of online and also like Facebook ads too. Instead of waiting for the buyers to come, we can literally target people on Google and Facebook ads and just get the property right in front of your screen so
0: and have you seen a good amount of results from that or is it just kind of like the traditional like cold calling and stuff like that
1: um i've seen results i think it kind of takes some time since um not everyone's going to be on social media as well like older people they might not be on social media as much but um so
0: they're always on it <laughs> facebook
1: it's true, more Facebook than Instagram. But I think just being in front of people's faces, like they'll start to notice and um, they'll see all the different listings and stuff like that.
0: Okay. And do you see like kind of like marketing, Like, uh, do you see in real estate, the marketing kind of s- switching towards that, like more online social media or do you see it kind of like staying the way it is?
1: Um, I see it moving more online, especially during covid Everything went online, like virtual tours, matter reports, and even meeting clients. A lot of people weren't comfortable meeting face-to-face. So a lot of it, like virtual tours, they would just give it through FaceTime and stuff like that. So I think we're going to continue to move towards online. So people won't even really have to, like they'll walk through the property, but they'll get to see everything about the house first, like the video walkthroughs and just kind of, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny, I actually even, like, heard people, like, through the pandemic have, like, basically FaceTime walkthrough and then just buy the property right there. Mm Because it's like, yep, I'm sold, which is kind of insane. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Not seeing it in a person is a little risky,
0: but... So why did you choose to go with Guide Real Estate?
1: Guide, I love the culture there. Everyone there is so helpful and there's so many experienced agents. And so they don't feel like... don't keep their knowledge to themselves they really want to help other agents grow so they I can go to anyone and they'll help me with my questions or if I need opinions on something they're there for me and also there's a lot of agent support for marketing they have a marketing team and a tech team so they help us with their websites and um, also planning different events like we're doing a valentine's event so for our clients so we're going to give out Um, heart-shaped pizzas (laughs) and some goodies so it
0: clogs your heart
1: yeah (laughs) you have a pizza heart (laughs) and if
0: you don't have a valentine you could just fall in love with the home so many things you could do with that (laughs) exactly (laughs) um so what is like your ideal like kind of like client to work with
1: my ideal client i would say just someone who's who will communicate what they want and their goals and their expectations because then I know exactly how I can help them and we can be on the same page and there's no um, miscommunication later. So I just like when they're upfront about things and honest about if there's something wrong with the house, like we'll take care of it. So instead of keeping it a secret, but everyone i work worked with has been so nice and so respectful. So I've enjoyed everyone. Are the- you mainly
0: on like the seller end or the buyer end?
1: um i've done more listings so sellers side Mm -hmm. but i'm starting to do a little more buyers as well okay but mostly listings.
0: what's the what's the biggest like change between the two like do you find like people Mm -hmm. who are trying to buy are a little bit more not as nice as the people selling their house because they know Mm -hmm. it's going to be more difficult
1: Yeah, it has been really difficult for buyers in this market just because there's low inventory. So it's really competitive. Like right when a house goes on the market, like within a week and it will be gone. So they have to move really fast. So in the past, they were able to like think about it and negotiate. But now it's like you have to be on top of it and ready. So it can be a little stressful. But I think, yeah, the main difference, I think for the buying side, you really have to be like quick about everything. So if there's a house and they like it, you have to free up your schedule and go right away so that they don't miss out on the house. So I think there's a lot more urgency.
0: And do you, do you see like kind of like, because I, I know you just said like having to use that sense of urgency, if the house is open, you have to bring them to see it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like content and all this stuff that's kind of coming out now where it's like, if the content's good enough, do they need to see the house these days?
1: I think they do. I personally would want to because sometimes in photos, they might Photoshop or do some virtual staging and it might not be the same as it is in person. So, or if it's a smell, if there's some sort of smell, you won't notice that in photos. I think it's always important to kind of walk through and just see it for yourself.
0: Well, once like scratch and sniff technology comes out like through the computer.
1: Wow, that would be really cool. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> then the whole smell thing will be of. That's actually a really good idea. I'm gonna write that
1: down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should create that and let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll come back to you. <laughs> and uh, so, how have you like connected like with because uh, because you said you had a lot of listings, and especially here in the Sacramento area this last year, the, the inventory was like nothing. So, how did you connect with these people to get these listings?
1: Just the people that I'm surrounded by. My dad knows a ton of people. So he's my marketing director. So he's helped me with getting new leads and also just like my marketing and business plan. He's the one that's been helping me a lot. So I, and he tells everyone that I'm, I'm in real estate. So it's been really helpful for me since I'm not very outspoken like that. I don't <laughs> tell everyone, but he does. So that's definitely
0: helpful. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think, yeah, just, the friends and family, they've been really supportive and like telling their friends about me. So that's how I've been.
0: Faithful. Awesome. A lot of warm market could be very beneficial. Do you have any plans like, you know, if it ever like dries up or anything, like to go like reach out to new people, how you would do that?
1: Um, to new people, I think different events would be fun and getting other people together, like not just- Like the
0: Valentine's fr- Day event?
1: Yeah, like different events like that and having my friends invite their friends, and just having a good time and get to know each other.
0: What kind of events would you do?
1: Maybe like some ideally. golfing. Oh, <laughs> Some golfing events since I did play.
0: Usually people who golf can buy houses, right? There's like some I sort of correlation so. there. Yeah, okay.
1: and then maybe I want to focus on like golf course properties. That would be nice too. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I could definitely see that. Tell your marketing director <laughs> Yes. that like your niche is going to be like golf course houses.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also want to get into commercial a little bit. I have my first commercial deal going on right now. It's my family's church. So that's what we're selling in Sacramento. And my dad has restaurants. So I want to somehow be involved in that. So maybe helping open new locations or just um, or helping employees find homes. So I want to somehow get involved in that as well. Sky's
0: the limit with that. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. And so how do you feel that like your background with playing golf and sports and stuff, how does that help prepare you for real estate?
1: Um, I think it helped prepare me because with golf, I met so many new people and that just kind of helped me to connect with other people and um, be able to be more understanding and also patience. Golf (laughs) taught me a lot of patience and I was also captain of my college team. So that also showed me kind of like taking responsibility and time management. So I think everything, like all life experiences kind of helped towards um, with real estate.
0: So I know you said you were a captain and mm-hmm. you usually kind of like lead the team mm-hmm. Are you thinking about like league and team in the future?
1: Maybe right now I think I'm just gonna focus on myself before I can really help other people but mm-hmm. I Do like enjoy I enjoy working with other people. So I think maybe Perhaps okay.
0: <laughs> what do you, I, I know you said you're just focusing on yourself right now? Do you have like five to like ten year plans for like what you want to do in real estate?
1: um Honestly, not really. I really should. (laughs) But my five-year plan, I definitely want to be doing real estate, but getting more into commercial as well. So I want to be able to do both and just kind of test out the waters. Okay,
0: fantastic. And so I see you getting a little bit like more active on your real estate Instagram. Mm -hmm. Like how has that been helping you? Because it's been really cool to kind of like see you post about like properties you've you've been getting, the properties you've been selling. Has Mm -hmm. that been like helping you with clients at all?
1: It has. I think that just keeps me in front of people and they're reminded that I do real estate since I post whenever they have a new listing or a market update and just little fun videos too. So I think that helps me get in front of people's faces and like they know that I'm in real estate. So that's helped. And it also helps my business because a lot of realtors follow me. So when I post a home, they see it right away. And so... Um, they asked for information about it so yeah it's helped me.
0: Fantastic so talking about marketing updates because you said you do them on your Instagram where do you see the market right now and where do you see it going?
1: Yeah so the market has been so strong for the past two years and it's still strong sales are an all-time high but with the interest rates going up, so since last year already went up one percent, and they said they're gonna to continue to bump it up a couple more times this year. So buyers are eager to hurry and find a home before the higher interest rates. And so usually around the winter time, people wait. So sellers wait to put their market, or their house on the market until the spring, and buyers usually aren't looking until the spring. But because of that, I think I've seen a lot of buyers and sellers just put their market their house on the market now and so I don't really see it changing too much in 2022 maybe it's different in 2023 but right now we don't see prices going way down or anything it might slow down a little bit because of the interest rates but there's still a lot of people looking for homes and inventory is still low
0: okay okay And do you see the interest rates like increasing like quickly, or do you think it's like more kind of like a slower process?
1: I think it's gradually, but that recent increase was 1%. So that was a big hike. That was huge, but it's still low compared to the past. So. Sounds good.
0: Usually the last question I like to ask people when they come on the podcast, um, I really enjoy this just because it, I never know what people are going to say and it's usually really cool, but, uh, no pressure. Doesn't have to be anything crazy, but basically, <laughs> if you can leave the audience with one piece of information, doesn't have to be about real estate, doesn't have to be about you. It could be about anything you want. Mm-hmm. Had somebody tell me how to make a really good grilled cheese one time, uh, it could be hmm. about anything. What would you? Oh, it's so not
1: like inspirational. Like
0: it could, if you want it to be. A lot like of people that If you want it to be route. like
1: food, I can teach you how to make a sushi roll. <laughs> 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 Should have brought the ingredients <laughs> so we could do it here. That's, that's
0: a different video. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we'll do that for a different podcast.
1: Okay, the, uh, well, sushi podcast. <laughs> Um, I think choose happiness, because I think we can choose a lot of things, and choosing happiness just makes us feel better, and the people around us, and we really have control over that, even if we go through a hard situation, I think if we have the mentality of choosing happiness, and seeing the good, and reminding how blessed we are, it really helps um, us in a lot of different ways in our lives, so... That would be my tip.
0: <laughs> Choose <laughs> happiness. And guess yeah. what? You get happiness when you listen to the Scene to Sale podcast. <laughs> so we appreciate you for for listening or watching whatever you're doing right now. Thank you to Chise for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for And I hope me. you have a great day. We'll see you on the next one.